Hello, my friends. Welcome to another podcast episode. It's a very special week. You guys are getting two podcasts in a row, like one a week. So we're in a roll right now. So we're going to keep going with this momentum while I have it because like, you know, I tend to forget about the podcast a lot and become very uninspired sometimes, but I have ideas. So we're going to roll with it. Today, we're going to talk about how to embrace who you are, how to be yourself, how to live your life every day from like the point of love, from your true being, from your true self, all that kind of stuff. We're going to talk about the soul, just like pure love, like pure spirit. So I just finished the book, Seed of the Soul, and if you have not read this book or if you have not heard about it, you need to run to the bookstore and get it. This book opened my eyes or like opened my mind to so much more than I ever thought about. So I have been like kind of on this little spiritual journey, I guess, for like for a few years now, but it only started getting like more intense throughout the last year. And I've read tons of books. I've like done tons of research. I've done all these different kinds of things but this book changed my way of thinking so I want to talk to you about this book for a little bit first and then we'll dive into like being yourself and all that so the book is the seed of the soul by Gary Zukov and Oprah even does the um, preface in this book and she talks about how this book also changed her life and how much she loves it but let me go through the chapters with you guys really quick and give you kind of an idea of what this book is about, what it dives into, and yeah, the different topics it covers. So the chapters include evolution, karma, reverence, heart, intuition, light, intention one, intention two, choice, addiction, relationships, souls, and then it goes to psychology, illusion, power, and trust. And I feel like the chapters that most struck me were choice, addiction, intuition, and relationships. So whenever I read, I always underline like different parts that like catch my eye or like resonate with me. So I'm going to go ahead and read you guys some parts that I highlighted as important. And so we're going to start with the chapter of choice. So right here there's a paragraph and it says, You cannot choose your intentions consciously until you become conscious of each of the different aspects of yourself. If you are not conscious of each part of yourself, you will have the experience of wanting to stay or to intend one thing and finding yourself saying or intending something else. You will want your life to move in one direction and find that it is moving in another. You will desire to release a painful pattern for your experience and see it repair yet again. So every day when we wake up, we're faced with a choice. And if you fail to choose, even if you want to change something or do something, if you don't choose to make that choice, you will see the patterns repeating. You will see all the things that you don't want repeating because you are consciously choosing to not make that choice. That's what that paragraph just kind of explained then again, we have the choice not to choose is the choice to remain unconscious and therefore to wield power irresponsibly. 
A responsible choice is a choice that takes into account the consequences of each of your choices. In order to make a responsible choice, you must ask yourself, for each choice that you are considering, what will this produce? Do I really want to create that? Am I ready to accept all of the consequences of this choice? Project yourself into the probable future that will unfold with each choice that you are considering. Do this not with the energy of intention, but simply to test the water, to get the feel for what you are considering creating. See how you feel. Ask yourself, is this what I really want? And then decide. When you take the consequences of your choice into your decision, and when you choose to remain unconscious, that is a responsible choice. We're going to keep going because this is too good. Then it says, only through a responsible choice can you choose consciously to cultivate and nourish the needs of your soul and to challenge and release the wants of your personality. This is the choice of clarity and wisdom, the choice of consciousness, the, the choice of conscious transformation. It is the choice of the higher frequency, energy currents of love, forgiveness, and compassion. It is the choice to follow the voice of your higher self, your soul. It is the decision to open yourself to the guidance and assistance of your guides and teachers. It is the path that leads consciously to authentic power. That's a little bit about choice. And so think about that. And I, like really think about it because I've been thinking about everything I read in this chapter since I read it has not left my mind. And I read this chapter probably last week. And every morning when I wake up, I find myself going back to what the book says and about how we have the choice and we can't choose irresponsible and we can't like keep choosing unconsciously. We have to be conscious and we have to choose and we have to ask ourselves the questions of what the outcome will be based off of what we choose. So let's, we'll read the last paragraph of this chapter before we move on. It says the journey to wholeness requires that you look honestly openly and with courage into yourself into the dynamics that lie behind what you feel what you perceive what you value and how you act it is a journey through your defenses and beyond so that you can experience consciously the nature of your personality face what it has produced in your life and choose to change that next chapter we have is addiction and this means addiction to any kind to anything it could be to a thing it could be to a person it could be to a place anything so why does the personality resist acknowledging its addictions and this is because when you acknowledge an addiction accepting that you have an addiction is acknowledgement that part of you is out of control and the ego doesn't want to accept that. The ego doesn't want to be told that it's out of control. The ego needs to be in control. So as soon as you accept and acknowledge that there is an addiction at place, your ego is going to feel defeated. But this is the first step to getting closer to your soul and to beating and overcoming this addiction. So the chapter then goes a little deeper into it, and it says... So after you acknowledge, as you work through your weakness, as you work through your weaknesses and you feel levels of addictive attraction, ask yourself the critical questions of the spirit. If by following those impulses, do you increase your level of enlightenment? Does it bring you power of the genuine sort? Will it make you more loving? Will it make you more whole? Ask yourself these questions. This is the way out of an addiction. 
Walk yourself through your reality step by step. Make yourself aware of the consequences of your decisions and choose accordingly. You stand between the two worlds of your lesser self and your full self. Your lesser self is tempting and powerful because it is not as responsible and not as loving and not as disciplined, so it calls you. This other part of you is whole and more responsible and more caring and more empowered, but it demands of you the way of the enlightened spirit, conscious life. Conscious life, it repeats again. The other choice is unconscious, permission to act without consciousness. It is tempting. What chose you? Our whole human experience, because we are souls, we are spirit, we are in, a, in the human body, we are in a body, it's our home. The whole purpose of our human experience is about the journey towards wholeness. It's about clearing our past karma. It's about learning the lessons. We come here to clear it all, to learn it all. We come here to become more whole within ourselves. And so you can look at each individual and rest assured that they are not whole. They are in process. Were they whole, they would not be physical upon our plane. In other words, you have the company of billions of souls who are just like you. The last, paragra- the last paragraph of this chapter then says, When you struggle with an addiction, you deal directly with the healing of your soul. You deal directly with the matter of your life. This is the work that is required to be done. As you face your deepest struggles, you reach for your highest goal. As you bring to light, heal, and release the deepest currents of negativity within you, you allow the energy of your soul to move directly into and to shape the experiences and events of physical reality, and thereby to accomplish un... un, I'm sorry, I do not know how to pronounce this word. It says unimpeded its tasks upon the earth. This is the work of evolution. It is the work that you were born to do. So we're going to go ahead and stop there with the book. And we're going to talk more about being your true self because we just kind of ended with the fact that we are here to come to wholeness, to like for our souls to heal. And so we all have egos and the ego is not our true self. The ego keeps us from our true self. And you may find when you hang out with people or different people, you're a different person. That's your ego. Your ego is being different each time it sees these different people or hangs out with these different people. There's only one you, one true soul, one true you. And the minute you stop trying to be your true self is when you are your true self. Stop trying to please people. Stop trying to act different in different situations. Let go of the negativity. Let go of the complaining. Once you just accept like pure love, you do the things that your soul calls to you, that's you. That's your true being. And you'll learn the lessons along the way. You'll go through the motions. You'll go through the healing. And each day, you will get closer and closer to being your true self. It's not about finding your true self. It's about remembering your true self remembering who you are remembering why you came here because everyone knows everyone knows why they came here everyone knows who they are but we forget and we're supposed to forget because we come here to learn we come here to get back in touch with that part of ourselves because we're 
um, spirit in a human body, having a human experience. And the human body is designed for us to forget. It's designed for us to learn. And so the minute you stop trying to be your true self, the ego doesn't have anything to feed off of. So the ego must die. And when the ego dies, your true self will be born. And I think that's going to be it for today. Like, keep it nice and short. Give you guys some things to think about before um, next week's episode. But I hope you enjoyed. We covered, like, a lot of heavy topics, but, like, not too in-depth because then it gives you the freedom to think and to ponder on it and let your mind pick out whatever specifically it wants to focus on. So think about everything we said. And if you have any comments, questions, or want to have a conversation about anything we said, feel free to DM me on Instagram, and I would love to talk about any of the things that were mentioned today. And don't forget, you have to get this book, you have to check it out, The Seed of the Soul by Gary Zukov. Um, It's absolutely amazing, and it will change your life, like your thought process. So thank you guys so much for listening, and I will see you next week.